Good morning, you beautiful bastards. My name is Ronan. This is the Little Seal English Podcast. And today we are going to talk about the word turn over. An absolutely beautiful, high-level English word. Now, you should absolutely grab a pen and paper because this is a really unplanned podcast. I read a news story. I made a podcast about the headline. In this podcast, I also talk about doing drugs. I talk about antisocial behavior. I even talk about gentrification. And if you don't know what that means, you will know by the end of this podcast. Do me a favor, buy me a coffee. Go to patreon.com slash littlesealenglish and you can buy me a whole coffee. That would absolutely support me and the work that I do. I would love for this to be my full-time job and I am getting there, but I need your help. So do me a favor, buy me one coffee a month if you can. If you can't, do not worry. I'm still gonna be here, I'm still gonna be teaching English, making podcasts, making stupid videos and stuff. But if you have an extra couple of bucks a month, I would really appreciate a coffee. If you can't, do not worry about it. And a message for everyone, join my Telegram group. It is 100% free. I teach English there. I teach a lot more English on Telegram than I do anywhere else anymore. So get your ass onto Telegram. Folks, in the meantime, grab a pen, grab a paper, grab a coffee, grab a joint, grab whatever the freaking hell it is you want, and let's learn how to use turn over in English. Good morning, you beautiful English learners. A very quick English lesson about the word turn over. So the reason I'm talking about this is because I read a news story and the headline was Restaurant Turnover on Leon. Leon, L-E-O-N. Now Leon is a street in Kelowna where I live. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it is known for, it is renowned for drug abuse. It is known for homelessness. And it is also known for antisocial behavior. So it's not a good street to be on. Now, in the past couple of years, Leon has been gentrified, or is being gentrified, uh, which is an interesting word. Gentrified is when a neighborhood suddenly becomes more affluent or uh, more wealth wealthy, okay? And uh, let's just imagine that there's Leon Street, which is a poor area, and then suddenly they start to build fancy houses on Leon, and they attract more wealthy people to the area, thus attracting new business and thus displacing the current inhabitants in the process. So Leon right now is going through a phase of gentrification, as we call it. G-E-N-T-R-I-F-I-C-A-T-I-O-N gentrification and as a result of gentrification a lot of the antisocial behavior is becoming less and less and less but not fully gone by any means at all now there's restaurants on leon street which for the life of me i have no idea how they have all survived as long as they have but now it turns out one restaurant is closing its doors and a new restaurant is going to take its place now i've lived in Kelowna for Oh, I think about eight years now. Coming up on eight years, I think. Seven or eight, anyways. And this one location is 
always changing. This one location always has a high turnover of business or restaurants. So this location on Leon Street always has a regular turnover of restaurants. That means that no restaurant survives a very, very long time in this area. When I was talking about this at work to my students, I got them to think about areas in their hometown, like where they're born and raised, that always has a turnover of a business or that is unsuitable for a restaurant. Now, I'm from Sligo originally, and I can tell you about two or three locations in town where there's always a turnover of business. And when there's a turnover of business and new one opens up and everyone is excited and give it a couple of months and then there'll be a new business in its location. And that one will open and it will go through the process of everyone being excited, everyone spending a bit of money. And then after a while it'll die down and eventually that business will die and there'll be another turnover and a new business will come in and take over. And the process keeps continuing. That is why I said... For the life of me, I have no idea how many of these restaurants can survive on Leon or why they decide to even open on Leon Avenue in Kelowna. It is notoriously famous for being underprivileged, for being a hub of antisocial behaviour and for just not being a wise business location by any means at all. Now maybe these people are trying to get their foot in on Leon Avenue now before the gentrification is complete because I'm talking about gentrification but it's only starting now and what I mean by that is they're starting to build high-rises on Leon Avenue. When I moved to Kelowna there was no high-rises in the downtown core. Now in the last couple of years they've just popped up everywhere and on Leon Avenue is the exact same. So these high-rises are going up, and when they're built, there's going to be a whole new demographic of people in the area, and then I can imagine a restaurant surviving. But at this moment in time, I am not surprised that there is a restaurant turnover on Leon. Now, why is there a turnover? Well, honestly, it's not the most attractive neighborhood to walk down, not the most attractive street or avenue to walk down. You can always smell pee when you walk down it. You can see people injecting drugs. I'm not even joking, folks. I used to work on Leon, and every single day of the week, I'd look out the window, and I would see people shooting up. To shoot up. Now, there is a phrasal verb I didn't think I'd be teaching today. To shoot up is when you inject yourself with a drug. Generally, heroin or something like that. Or crack it could be. And these people are literally shooting up on the street. The police drive by, they don't do anything. That's a conversation for another day, and there's reasons why they don't do anything. But you kind of get the picture where the street is not the finest. There are always people sleeping on the street in the middle of the day, no matter how warm or how cold it is. And even at the restaurant or shop entrances, there's always people outside. Now, I have never felt in danger on that street. Never at all. Even though there is a high restaurant turnover, a high business turnover on Leon Avenue, I have never felt in danger. However, I'm also six foot one, bald, with a beard, and weigh about 240 pounds. So there's probably that might be why I've never felt in danger. 
I've never heard of any regular citizen getting into bother on this street. But I can tell you right now, I wouldn't want to walk down Leon at night. Not a chance. And now it's winter. And as I'm recording this, the sun is setting and it's not even 4 p.m. yet. So I would not like to be walking to a restaurant on Leon Avenue tonight. It's dark, it's cold, and let's be honest, if you were sleeping outside, you probably wouldn't be in a good mood. So because of all the antisocial behavior, urination on the street, piss on the street, the smell of urine, the smell of piss, the smell of wee, because of the drug abuse, people injecting, people shooting up, people taking crack, crack pipes everywhere, because of the people sleeping on the street, because of the graffiti all over the place. Every day there's new graffiti on Leon, every single day, and that's like spray paint, or maybe windows are broken, or cars are broken into. And so because of all of those, I am not surprised that there is a high restaurant turnover on Leon. So a turnover is when something closes and something else takes its place. If there's a high turnover, it's bad. If there's a low turnover, it's good. Now, I asked my students, what are some reasons why there might be a high turnover or even a low turnover of staff in a business? Now, where I work, there's a low turnover of staff. We do not often get new staff members where I work, and that is a very positive sign. However, I used to work in the private sector, the private sector of English language teaching. And let me tell you, there is a humongous turnover of staff in that industry because it is toxic, it is terrible, it is horrible, it is a shit industry to work in, the private language school industry. I worked in private language schools and it was like a revolving door of teachers where you'd come in, you'd teach a day, and you'd never go back. It was that bad. Now, I'm in my 30s. I'm never going back to a private language school like that. But those language schools have an incredibly high turnover of staff. Why? Terrible salary. A non-competitive salary is an absolutely brilliant reason to have a high turnover of staff. When people are pissed off, and your salary is not competitive, people are going to leave. No benefits. That was another issue. That was a huge issue. There was absolutely no benefits whenever you work in these jobs. It is very frustrating. When I talk about benefits, I'm talking about health benefits, like dental or prescription maybe. Prescription means that the insurance company will cover, say, 80% of your prescription medication, which is unbelievable. But when you work in the private language industry, the language school industry, there are no benefits for you, no pension for you. You barely have employment insurance. And in my experience, there was never a good relationship between management and staff. There was always a terrible relationship between management and staff in the private language school industry and because of all of those because you're not paid for planning 
because you're not paid for correcting, because you're not paid for jack shit in those places, there's a high turnover of staff. People will do it just to make a quick buck and be gone. But make no mistake about it, and I'm sure some of you are listening to this and you attend private language schools, maybe in Canada or elsewhere, let me tell you right now, they are not good places to work. And as a result, a huge turnover of staff. Now, why would there be a low turnover of staff in a business? Well, simple. A strong sense of job security. Absolutely. If you have a strong sense of job security, you're not going to want to go anywhere. You don't want to ruin it. You've got a good thing going. Don't fuck it up. They might have a great paternity, maternity or parental leave plan. Those are some interesting ones. Maternity leave, paternity leave, parental leave. Maternity leave is for a mother right after she has a baby. Paternity leave is for the father right after the mother has a baby. And parental leave is just gender neutral. So some jobs offer great parental leave. Some countries have amazing parental leave. However, some countries have horrible parental leave. Like in the USA, they literally have zero days of parental leave, I believe. However, if you go to, say, some Scandinavian countries, they might even have a week or, what am I talking about, a week? They could have months of parental leave. Do me a favor, look it up and let me know what countries have the best parental maternity or paternity leaves out there. I'd love to know. So, because the company has a great maternity leave plan, they have a low turnover of staff. The company offers paid vacations. The work environment is great. The health benefits are amazing. And with all of those will lead to a low turnover of staff. Now, can you think of a time when you worked somewhere or maybe a place that you have been as a patron or a customer? And any time you've gone there, you've noticed new staff members. Is that positive or negative? Well, it sure as shit is not positive. Can you think about any reasons on why there's always new staff members in a location that you go to? I remember when I was talking to some friends, I have friends, and they would talk to me about their job and their manager and how the manager was a creep. I think that is something that we can all relate to. Well, okay, I'm sure all the ladies can relate to that more than the men. But I know a lot of women who've had to quit jobs. And all the women quit the jobs because of harassment in the workplace. That will absolutely lead to a high turnover of staff. So where are you working now? And where you're working, is there a high turnover? Or is there a low turnover of staff. I would absolutely love to know. Can you think of reasons on why there are or why there is a high turnover or even a low turnover in your company? If you've never worked, that's absolutely fine. But maybe you know somebody who has. Maybe you know somebody who has worked somewhere and quit immediately. For me, it is a red flag. If there's a high turnover of staff, it is an absolutely red flag. A huge red flag. Well, 
How do we use turnover? There is a high turnover of staff. There is not a high turnover of staff. If you're talking to a friend, you would say, hmm, that restaurant over there, well, there's a pretty high turnover of staff, so I don't know if I want to eat there. Something clearly is not going well in the restaurant. If you're talking to someone about a potential job, and not the manager, not in the interview, you're casually talking to someone and you're, you're interested in working for their company, you might say, hey, Ronan, so is there like a high or a low turnover of staff in company X? I'm just, I'm curious, I might apply, but I, I just want to know, do people stay there for a while or do they move on? You know, do they move on? That's a good phrase, good phrasal verb for work. Oh, I'm moving on to bigger and better things. When I first came to Canada, I worked in the la in the private language school industry or the private language school sector, and it was toxic as fuck. There was a high turnover of staff. Thankfully, I moved on, and now I work either in colleges or not-for-profits, for example. So there's a couple of ways that you can use a turnover. A high turnover of staff, a low turnover of staff. The reason I spoke about it was because the headline of a news story I read said restaurant turnover on Leon and a new restaurant is opening in the same location and I think in my time of living in Kelowna this is hmm, maybe the fourth or the fifth restaurant to be in that location so four or five different restaurants in nearly as many years folks that's a bad sign for uh, location and uh, some questions or not some questions but I guess the way that you can absolutely remember this think about the town you grew up in think about the town you're living in now can you identify a location that always has a high turnover either a high turnover of workers or a high turnover of different businesses like I said, in my hometown, there's one or two locations and every time I go home on holidays or every time I go back on vacation, there's a new business in that area. So there's just one or two storefronts and maybe they're jinxed, maybe they're just bad luck, but whatever it is, no business survives a very long time in that area. Location is everything. Thanks for listening. All right, I'm going to go and do some yoga. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. All right, I'm going to go and do some yoga. Bye for now. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is that. My name is Ronan. This is the Little Seal English Podcast. I recorded that podcast. I immediately went to yoga afterwards. And I'll be honest, folks, it was... One of the worst yoga classes I have ever been to. I am not even joking. I might record an entire podcast about why I disliked that yoga class. But it's okay because I bumped into a friend and we went for a couple of drinks after and we had a good bitchin' session about it. A bitchin' session. There's a good word. This is meant to be the conclusion, but here I am talking, talking, talking. A bitchin' session is when you sit down with someone and you bitch. To bitch is a verb, and when you bitch, you talk badly about someone or something. 
So we were bitching about the about the yoga session because it was so strange. It was it was a very odd one. And then I said we had a bitching session. So like a session where we bitch. So to bitch is a verb which means to talk badly about someone or something. I went to yoga class. It was terrible. It was the one of the worst yoga classes I've ever been to, but it's okay because me and a buddy went to the bar after, had a couple of drinks, and had a good old bitching session about the yoga class. All right, folks, before this turns into another full podcast, I'm going to hit the road. I'm going to upload this video. And in the meantime, please do me a favor, check out my website, buy me a coffee if you want. That would be sweet. Otherwise, I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. Go jump in a lake, scream as loud as you can from the top of a mountain. And most of all, be happy and be healthy. Talk soon. Bye.